0: This week's episode of The Curious Podcasts is brought to you by you, our valued listeners. If there are any topics you would like to hear us talk about, you can submit your suggestions at curious.podcats at gmail.com. Also, if you want to show us some love and support, why not pop over to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash thecuriouspodcasts. I know we can make it. That's what I'm trying to do here, you know, Tr- trying to make sure that we can make it, you know. At the end of the day, why do you think, you know, I'm putting so much effort in? Oh, yeah, we'll go. I'm we'll so- get uh, I'm trying to sort out the sponsorships. It's my electricity. It's my internet, you know, my computer. And what do you do? You just lie there. You can't put a price on being funny, though. Oh, that's true. That's true. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Curious Podcasts with Dr. Joseph and Lawless. Yo. Wait. Oh, I believe our guest this week is Morgan Freeman, is None that None right? of than the Mr. Morgan Freeman. Yes, God himself. Shawshank Redemption and whatever other films he was in I can't think of. Uh, Wanted with Angelina Jolie and oh, uh, James McAvoy. Ruined it. Ruined it. Right. So, and what are you talking about today, Andrew? Me, I've actually got a number of different things I'm going to talk about today. Uh, the topic I want to talk about, which is near and dear to my heart, is about premonitions. I mm. uh, don't know if you believe in them or not, but that doesn't matter because I do because I have them. I've actually got a Mandela effect for us this week. Oh. A uh, topic I came across by chance the other day, in true Curious podcast f- podcast fashion, is uh, something called the Rune Dome. Right. And we also have a fun fact that was submitted by one of our listeners, Barry. Oh. Shout out to Barry? Yeah, shout out to Barry. And we also have some fan mail from Neil. ha <laughs> yes. Shout out to Neil, 24-7. Yeah, so uh yeah he's, he actually contacted us via the official podcast email account. Oh do you want to read it out or no? Uh yes. Yeah, so we'll we'll start off with that one. So th- th- this is this this is from our Neil. Few其實- <gains> speeches- meow. Meow meow. Meow, 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 meow. Meow meow, whiskers, meow, purr. You know, I, I, I do agree with that, with that statement, yeah. actually. Yeah, I do. I, I I fully agree with that, and we love you too, Neil. Yeah. And uh, and we'll try. We'll, we'll try and clean it up a bit. After this episode. Uh, after, yeah. <laughs> after this episode. You know, there's, no, there's no telling what fan mail uh, Lawless has received. Uh, so, obviously, what happened, we now do not have time to... Clean it up in advance. I get all the explicit stuff. For some reason, Joe gets the more serious meow meow meows. yeah. I'm going to start us off with a joke. Go on then. And it's a dark joke. It'll be funny. But a man's walking into into the woods with a young boy at night. Right. The boy says, "It's so dark. I'm scared." And the one says, how do you think I feel? I've got to walk back by myself. <laughs> For fuck's sake, man. <laughs> uh, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Hopefully there's no lost little boys listening. So, oh, But maybe the men who had to walk back by themselves are listening. And on that note. <laughs> uh, I think we'll be expecting a phone call from Mr Morgan Freeman. Um. We've got something today as well, which is new. In fact, it's so new, Drew doesn't even really know about it. It's called Richie's Corner. And I've got music for that in Ireland. Uh, is it copyrighted? God, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to read out fan mail and um, some agony and style questions and advice on life. Because apparently people hear my voice and think, this guy has it. It's funny that you should mention that, because after last week's episode, I did get uh, a message from James. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you remember James? Possibly. Crack. Oh, right, aye. Uh, He said, uh, after listening to last week's episode, that your voice is very soothing really yeah you didn't know anything nice to say about me (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of how this show runs actually i know but uh but yeah it's thank you james i didn't i I didn't know james was listening Uh, yeah freaking legend hello james well, since we're doing well, since we're doing shout out at the moment, we, we, we've done Neil, we've done James. We might as well get the third shout out out of the way. So, um, Bar- this one's from Barry. Like I said, it's a little fun fact. Oh, yeah. Did you know that Scotland, Northern Ireland, and Wales have their own governments, but England does not? No, didn't know that. Yeah. Um, it stems back to 1999, uh, when, uh, the Labour government was in charge and there were quite, there was referendums in Scotland and Wales to have their own government in addition to the overall UK yeah. government. And there was also the Good Friday agreement with Northern Ireland. Yeah. So those three countries got their own governments because they wanted something separate from the UK government, uh-huh. the overall UK government, where England did, didn't care. We, we we just didn't care. We, we didn't want a separate English government from the UK government. And given that we are, constitute the majority of the UK population, there was actually concerns that Having a separate English government would take too much power away from the overall UK government. Right. Because we have more numbers. Yeah, little fun fact. Thanks for that, Barry. Yeah. England does not have its own government, so I went and had a look and found out that that's why. Ah, well, I didn't know that. There you do. Right. Do you want to start? What, you mean we haven't started already? Oh, wait a minute, Yeah, we go. Hello, Mr Freeman. Are you on your way? Yeah, train station, yeah? What, it fell off? Oh, it fell on the floor. Did anyone see it? Are you joking? you try and put it back on, yeah? No, I don't understand. Oh, God, how embarrassing, man. Oh. Well, I suggest you get home as quick as you can. Then make sure no one sees you. Yep, yep. Best of luck. Right, bye, bye. How embarrassing, man! So what? What? His hat blew off in the train station, and he missed people the train. People were laughing at him and stuff, and he couldn't get it back on, and he was all fumbling and stuff, and people were laughing at him. I just it's just to go home. It's too embarrassed. Stuff that like I can wreck your career you know? I know. Oh well, but is he okay? 87 hey, he all right. Said like he was going for a Greg's on the way on. Ah, oh, that, that's enough to sort anybody out. Good old Greg's. Oh yeah, well. Yeah, okay, I'll sort it off. So I'll, I'll get some stuff out of the way before we uh, delve into this new thing of Archie's uh, oh, Yeah, I want you to do yours and then I can fuck the rest of the show up. Yeah. Sounds about right. First of all, I uh, found out where Pod's staying while waiting for Madame Gem to come back. Uh, apparently, he's uh, decided to take up residence uh, next door. We've got a next door cat. Yeah, we've got a next door cat. I was coming, uh, I, I was coming back in a couple of nights back, mm-hmm. and I happened to look into the next door. Look, 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 like Peep and Tom looking in. But I, ha- I i had to look up and glance at <laughs> as the I kid- was glancing <laughs> through <laughs> my neighbour's window, I <laughs> seen the cat. Yeah, I saw the silhouette of the car. What the hell's that? And as I got closer, because their kitchen window was right next to my front door, I thought, like, that's a Pod. You got such a fright you almost dropped your telescope and box of donuts. Now come on, there's no way I dropped the donuts. <laughs> yeah, I know. T- <laughs> telescope's are right over <laughs> Uh, the t- telescope's are easy enough to get, but uh, donuts, that's another matter. Mm. Unless you happen to know Greg's. Mm. Which I do. I've had too many donuts from Greg's lately. Yeah, you have. I really have. I'm at Greg's wings. I'm not at Greg's. Well, I'm not at Greg's every day. But Greg's is here every day. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's all its <just> fault. <laughs> okay. So that. So, I haven't really spoke to Pod. He's just been giving me the eyes. He looks through the window, pretty much, pretty much. Um, I I did see him after last week's episode as well. I did actually. He was on the wall outside. Um, when my, da- my dad my seen him, my dad was trying to untie some in on Sunday. Yeah. He should bring him in you now. if if, if I really invite him in he might not leave it's for the fans don't be so selfish can't help it okay speaking of which someone's asked for a signed photo but we'll get to that later is that part of Richie's Corner? yes okay well I'll get the Mandela effect out of the way Mm -hmm. because now this is a Mandela effect that I fell for and it's actually a fake Mandela effect. Right. Because I well and truly debunked this one. Have you ever watched any of the James Bond movies? Yes. You know, Moonraker? Vaguely. The one where they go up to the, the space station. Oh, but in, the moon is. Aye. Not on the moon. the, 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 the it's, like it's the Moonraker space shuttles. Uh, and it's one of the ones with Jaws in. I think yes. it's the last one with Jaws. Aye. It's the one where Jaws gets girlfriend. Oh, I, oh Yes. I don't know what you're on about. So, you know how... Now, did she have braces? I remember having braces. She did have braces. Now, the problem is, is if you go back and watch Moonraker now, when it gets to the scene where she... where After, jo, after Jaws has crashed in the cable car, yeah. and she pushes the cog, helps him get the cog off him, if you look at it now, she doesn't have braces. But originally, she did have braces in that scene. Uh When they remastered Moonrager, they actually went back and edited the braces out. Right? Why? Because later on in the movie, when Jaws and Dolly, that's her name, by the way, Dolly, Uh uh, when they're on uh, Drax's space station, when they were shooting her scenes, they forgot to give her the braces to put back in. Ah, right. Uh, but they went and made so. So they, that caused a continuity error. Uh-huh. So when they remastered it, they went back and took the braces out. But that in itself caused another continuity error, mm-hmm. which nobody mentioned. where in the scene where the braces were removed. Her teeth are suddenly all like really shiny, Hollywood bleached, pearly white. Yeah, yeah. But when it gets to the scene on the space station, where they didn't do any uh, any editing to her mouth, she's got like the natural yellow stain to her teeth, right. without any bleaching being applied or anything. You know, there's like the natural yellow stain of the teeth. So instead of having braces, she's now got bleach white teeth, and then get to later on in the movie where they did nothing to change. She's got a natural yellow, yellow stained mm-hmm. teeth, but yeah, that's what caused uh, the Mandela effect. With the the, 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 I can't even call it a Mandela effect because it's not. It's more just a movie mistake. Yeah, it's it, it's just when they remastered it, they took her braces out, but it wasn't really talked about. And then all of a sudden, people are like, "How I thought she had braces in that scene," but there was no announcement about it really. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, oh, it's a Mandela effect. I'm sorry, but no. Dolly's braces in Moonraker are not a Mandela effect. That was digital editing when the remastering was done. Our braces were there to begin with, and then they took them out. Case closed. And well and truly closed. What's that noise? Snow. Oh, yes, uh, it is snowing here at the moment uh we are supposed to be getting we're supposed to be being hit by beasts from the east too uh, but well, we are getting snow but we're not getting anything even remotely close to the original beast from the east there the other year uh, was that about five six years ago now that similar happened? Had i that was good. yeah uh, i it doesn't really feel like it was that long ago but that's the problem when you start getting on in life i think our age time like the the concept of time since lockdown as well time's just it's, it feels like it's sped up. Yeah. But the, but they always say that like when you're in school, time seems to go on forever. It and does. then once, you, once you're out of education, time starts speeding by. Yeah, it does. And it's weird. It's weird. It really is. It's weird. But that actually brings me to a question I hadn't planned to ask. But I'm gonna ask it now because I'm thinking about it. Mm. How did when, when the inventor of the clock? How did you know what time it was? Yeah, how did you know what the time was uh, to set on the clock? Haven't you a symmetry with sundials? But then again, you've got time zones and stuff. I don't know. It's a good question. Mm. Okay. So the serious topic I want to talk about. I want to talk about today. Mm is something called the Runet Dome, which is... Oh, on, yeah, right. Oh, you've heard of it? Yes. Yeah. It's on Runet Island, and what the Runet mm-hmm. Dome is, it's somewhere that the United States picked for... Is that where they put all the battery acid and stuff and nuclear not, waste and that? Honestly, not battery acid, but nuclear waste. There is nuclear waste there, but there's also nuclear debris from when they were doing the nuclear tests from 1946 to 1958. Yeah. So there was a three-year pro- three three-year, project from 1977 to 1980 where they dumped an estimated 73,000 cubic metres of radioactive debris, uh-huh. which includes... Plutonium two three nine, and and the reason that that's specifically um, picked out there, plutonium two three nine, is what is used for making nuclear weapons, as well as fuel for nuclear reactors. Mm. Bad shit. Yeah, yeah, stuff that's that's going to kill you. Yeah, yeah. So they spend three years dumping all this debris there. And then covering it with a forty-six centimeter thick concrete oh, dome. Yeah. Now, the thing is that where they put it is right at sea level. And they have found. Oh god. That. You know, it's leaking. It it it's concrete. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's we- it's weathering. Oh yes, they have found that it's that it's been leaking. But what's really disturbing. Mm-hmm. Is that they're not con- now? This was from a survey back in two thousand and thirteen. Right. They found that, yes, it might be leaking radio um, radiation from mm. the dome weathering. But the soil and the ground surrounding the dome is already that radioactive. That the radiation leaking through the dome where the weathering's happening is less than the radiation levels of the ground surrounding it already. It was fucking right idea, was that? The US. Oh, it's own, it says it all, no. You know, it, yeah, it's it is it, it, it's, it's almost like they did it on purpose, isn't it? Yeah. But what are they gonna do? I mean, this was something that was found back in 2013. You know, well, they couldn't even use lead because lead would get into the thing as well, wouldn't it? What do you mean? Because lead's quite dense, isn't it? They normally put they're waste in lead and stuff, don't they? But then I don't get know. Lead poisoning and stuff, wouldn't you? Yeah, I, I know lead's used for like blocking. It uh, is used radiation for radiation and ra- stuff. Right? They mainly gamma rays, yeah, uh, from like X rays and that. but So, ga- gamma ray radiation is, is able to be blocked by lead. But as for how it's used in for containment of radioactive materials, I don't know. Uh, I, I I don't know. I haven't looked into it. Oh, I don't know. I may be wrong. I just I don't think there was. Maybe we just shouldn't mess about with nuclear waste. And shit. I think we just need to get away from nuclear technology in general and find it an alternative means. Mm. You we know, get away from the fossil fuels. Get away from nuclear. You know, the figuring out fission. No fusion. We've already do nuclear, yeah, yeah. nuclear fusion. You know the the finally successfully. We mentioned this the other week that they successfully managed to have a fusion reaction. So we're not that far away from being able to have fusion power technology. And those you know, things will then start improving. Mm-hmm. While we're talking about on the topic of um, sources for. Power. So, you know Nikola Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously not personally. No, no. But uh, you know he wanted free electricity for all. Yeah. You know he wanted wireless electricity. You know, so sort of like having the electrical currents passing through the air, and it all sounds great and fantastic, doesn't it? Yes. Are you get radiation off it though, wouldn't you? And um, no, I don't think so. It's got to be like if you have a pile on it, it kind of be good for you. But it wouldn't be good for anything. Yes, we'd be able to power our homes mm-hmm. with basic electrical goods. Yeah. Because at the time that you came up with the idea, it would have worked for the technology of that time. But the technology of now would be useless. It, it would it would destroy like our mobile phones. Yeah, you know it, it it would fry. It would fry circuit boards. It would blow transistors because the air would be just constantly charged. It wouldn't be good, like. no, it wouldn't be good. Uh, so like modern day technology would have would have no computers. but certainly wouldn't be the curious podcasts. No, the no TV. We might have radio. But yeah, there'd be no TV, no computers, no internet, no mobile phones. Sounds right, actually. <laughs> in a way, in a way, yeah, I, I'm actually tempted to agree with you on that one. But, um, he drew drew. He did. He he he's, he he drew drew. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not bad though. It's no, it's not bad. It's. Not uh, bad. Well, you know, it's a bit funny, but. Yeah, but how is it on the <laughs> <laughs> But Yeah, there you go, the runer door. That was quite good, yeah. yeah. Uh, My me brother mentioned that a while ago we were talking about it. He's in all that kind of stuff. Uh, shout out to Amph if you're listening. If not, then you didn't hear it. <laughs> I don't think podcasts are really his thing, I don't think so. He doesn't really... strike me as a podcast listener type. Nah, but maybe if you found out what I'm doing one he might tune in. Yeah, and then he finds out that I'm taking part. And then in tune it. out. <laughs> <laughs> uh you got anything else before Richie's corner or? What do you think about premonitions? Right there. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, I believe in them. I don't believe everyone has them, but people that do you, it's pretty hard to deny it mm. in fact I've had some you, so you've had them yourself oh, yeah, I've had them like dreams and stuff but I try not to focus too much on it because I don't really want that ability do you know what I mean I just kind of ignore stuff her so, yeah, I mean, because I've had dreams about people dying and stuff and I don't want to know so yeah, I did that I blanked out my ability for a lot of years and it was a mistake mm. because at the end of the day we're, we're denying a part of ourselves you know, we, we've got this ability for a reason uh, you know, I've had a number of different premonitions over the years and like you said you know, it's n- very rarely if ever something good that's the problem you know, it, it's always dealing—it's nearly always dealing with something bad, and yet that does make us want to not have it. It feels more like a curse than a gift. Yeah. You know? because it might come across just like through like a dream as normal. So how do you differentiate between a dream and a premonition? So, so, so you're you're being given we're, we're being given this knowledge, and we don't know how to deal with it. We don't know what to do with it. Yeah. How do we stop this event from happening? Are we being shown so that we can stop it, or is it just pure chance that where that our subconscious is suddenly travelling faster than the speed of light and seeing events before they unfold, and then but there's no way to actually change it. Yeah. No. But I have got a somewhat. Heartwarming story about me and premonitions. Where it's one time where something I actually did see something good, mm. and this was actually like back end of last year, kind of beginning of this year, yeah. So it's very recent. Now, I can't go into too much details because oh, it's a personal matter for somebody else who I know and their family. Now I hadn't really sp- Oh, you've told. Taught- oh, I you know what you're about, right? now, i haven't really I hadn't really spoken to this person for a number of years not not properly um, and all of a sudden I had a dream about one of their parents <clears throat> and when I woke up you know I had that gut feeling mm. this wasn't just a dream I haven't spoken to this person. For a while, uh, why am I suddenly having a dream about them, and why about that particular topic? That that's kind of dark, kind of a dark place for my dreams to be going. There's something more to this. Mm-hmm. So I contacted them and said, "What's wrong with your parent? What what's going on?" Mm-hmm. My friend and the other parent clearly both freaked the hell out because yeah. nobody outside the immediate family knew what was going on so how the hell did i someone that haven't spoken to for a few years know something was wrong with you know with the person that in question yeah well a few weeks go by and i have a second dream and this is where it gets heartwarming. For the first time that I remember, I had a positive premonition. Well, it was a it was a message from someone being passed to me to pass on to my friend to say, "Your parents going to be all right. Yeah, it's all good. You know, yeah, bad shit's just been happening this past year. However long it was that that was going on for." It's all going to be getting... Yeah, but it—it things are about to turn out for the better. Yeah. A week later, I think it was a week after I had the dream, the message that I got that I passed on was confirmed. Right. So, I mean, stuff can be, like, coincidence and stuff, but the chances of it being a coincidence sometimes are just... Yeah. And it a beginning... And the way that happened with me, there it wasn't just one dream, but it was two separate dreams about the same topic. <clears throat> yeah. Both of them turning out to be completely right. When I hadn't spoken to a person in, in years, so I had no idea what was going on in there. So it's right? not even a subconscious thing, is it? But, yeah. Really? Yeah. You no, know, it, it, there's there was there's no way for that to be a coincidence. No. Yeah, so premonitions definitely real. ESP, extrasensory yeah. perception, definitely, definitely real. Yeah, I mean there's people that deny it and that, but like if you've never experienced it, then you're not gonna believe it laughing. You know like mean? Is it I wouldn't say much it's so say it so much as that if you don't experience it for yourself then you're not gonna believe it. Without I would say it's more without experiencing it for yourself it's more difficult to believe it. You know, you're more prone to being a skeptic, yeah. but that doesn't mean you're just automatically going to disbelieve it until you have your own personal experience. Like me, I believe in mm-hmm. UFOs. I, oh, yeah. but I've never seen a UFO. Not, not personally, not myself, not with my own eyes. Yeah, but I've seen footage like, throughout history. They've been recorded, You know, yeah. Yeah, you know, the ancient civilizations, you know, where they've got their murals or, um, you know, their, their cave drawings. and stuff. And you know, the, the stories all the way back in thousands of years that show evidence of contact from the stars. Mm-hmm. And who is it that's denying it? The government, because they're just wavy. That's the thing, the government aren't even denying it anymore. They're now I confirming it, but... They've denied it for a long time. If yeah, they can lie about stuff now, right? What's to say that anything we've been told is true? The power they have for world history—they could censor. Well, they can't censor stuff. They can yeah. hide the truth. Well, they can and the half. Exactly. So. I mean, the Vatican. It's, it is a rabbit hole in itself. I mean, the, the, I mean, the Vatican's probably the worst one for censoring material. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at look at how they put the bible together you know there's so many there's books di- missing out of the bible yeah there's so many books got gospels yeah. you know that had been written that were left out there was more left out than what there was put in can imagine yeah you know because they cherry picked it's what, to would what work. suits their agenda. Yeah, agenda. Yeah. I was I was trying to remember the word agenda but I couldn't think of it, that's why I was pausing. Thank <sighs> you. Yeah, they, they had their own agenda about what message they wanted to send out. About so, okay, well that okay, well that book doesn't fit with our agenda, we'll cut that one out and so on and so forth. And now there are there there are works um where the missing gospels someone's actually push, published them in a book. Well, but now I think it was probably 15, 20 years ago maybe now. But I know uh, the book of Enoch. That's a good one to read apparently. Oh, now it's funny you should mention the book of Enoch. because I was just thinking about that while I was talking. Now there is an issue with the book of Enoch. The <sighs> thing, the book of Enoch, is, ac- is, is actually a fake. Because the book well, of Enoch. Well there's e- three books of Enoch. Well the one I'm thinking of. It's it makes mention of the events of Noah and the Nephilim. Uh, the Nephilim. I'll, I'll say the Nephilim Nephilim how you pronounce it yeah but we we'll not we'll not mention the Nephilim here because the Nephilim were was an event that led up to Noah making the raft yeah. the raft the ark yeah um but the, the thing here was about Enoch Well, this book of Enoch mentioning Noah, Mm -hmm. which should be an impossibility because in the story of Enoch, God removed Enoch from earth, didn't kill him, just removed him from earth and took him straight up to heaven Mm -hmm. prior to Moses even being born. I think Enoch was Moses' grandfather. Moses wrote the. He wrote Genesis and stuff, didn't he? I and don't God, know. That's something I've been thinking God about. God told Moses. Um, how it was created and stuff. So he actually wrote Genesis. And is it Exodus? I think. Is that is that wrote? I think I'm um, don't quote as a. I can't, I can't remember where Exodus fits in. I the Genesis is where things begin. Exodus is somewhere in the middle, like and then see, and then it all ends with Revelations. Oh, Revelations! Whew. That's a scary book. Huh. Right, that got a bit deep for what's coming next. But uh, if it's anything like last week's fan mail, it. Uh,
1: which is totally
0: deep, real, by the way. Deep is not a word I want to be using in uh, that respect. Right, so. <laughs> take a picture of your. It's jerk. That's, um. Is that just like. That's your head on a penis. No, I was going to say, is that veins or hair? Veins. Veins, right. Not a total monster. Right, so. Right, we've got air. Uh, got some fan mail from Mrs. Dickfit. So we'll just play that intro music there for this Richie's corner. Totally didn't steal that from TikTok. Right, so, this is from Wilma Dickfit. Hello podcasts. Mrs Dickfit here. I'm a 38 year old mother of two. I've recently started listening to the podcast when the kids are at school and my husband is at work. I keep myself busy. I have seven dogs, one cat, and a tiny mushroom that goes on a toilet system called Dave. I recently lost my job Due to my stinking attitude in general here for the public. But aside that, I feel a bit guilty for listening to the podcast because, because Richie's voice gets me wet out of his pocket. I don't know whether to tell my husband or not, in case he cancels my Spotify premium. Which is I would keep it to yourself. Drew on the other hand. I'm, I'm not going to like the summer. No, you don't. <laughs> I'm sorry, we'll censor next week's. Drew, on the other hand, dries me right up like a vaginal sponge. Or when a cat pukes on on wood flooring and they put sawdust on it. Drew is the sawdust to make cat puke. Can I have a same picture of pods and a picture of Richie's flaccid member? Of course you can. What? Well, all I'm going to say in response to that, um, sorry, what was her name again? Wilma Will, Dickfit. All I'm going to say to that, Mrs. Dickfit, is, dick fit. It's Neil, you are right, we really do need to clean up our content. Yeah, we do. <laughs> it really our face yet. What, does more? Oh, P.S. Why is Joe Wanger? <laughs> now, I know what you're thinking, Richie, you've wrote this, but look at my face, Joe. I didn't. <laughs> or didn't. I didn't. Or didn't. I swear I didn't. Uh, and just to clear out, Richie's member is always flaccid due to a medical condition. Um, actually, I'm going to have to contradict you. You don't have a member to have flaccid. Ah, that's a different universe. What, the PlayStation universe? Yeah. <laughs> we really fell off. <laughs> several <laughs> years ago. Oh, that's not I thought that was pod. <laughs> <laughs> right, so... Another part of Richie's corner <laughs> is uh, it's a ask Richie. Um, so we'll play the music for that. Have you been coming outside of my bathroom window again? No. <laughs> Beautiful piece of music man. Where the hell did you find that? I knew it on your own reading. Dave. i was going to have it in the background as I'm reading the out. So bear with us. It might not happen. <laughs> I don't think there's any way to be able to read it out while that's playing without person in the laughter! <laughs> right, let's give it a go. Right, so this, is, this is from Dave from Sheffield. My clothes don't fit anymore because I have put on too much weight. <laughs> what should I do? But Dave, don't wear clothes. Neighbours will love it. Um, I've got another one from Claire the Chair. From Swindon. Asking on buying cat advice. But she's also allergic to cats and doesn't like them. Um, My advice on buying cats. But... (coughs) <laughs> My advice on buying cats would be always buy new, never buy second hand. Always get the logbook and MOT certificate so with it. Um second hand cat you never know where it's been, you know. Um And you might have someone turning up and ask if it back. Are we talking about cats or cars? Cats. You don't ever your cats. Maybe you don't. Um. So yeah. Um, I'm sorry about that. Um, next week I will. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I will censor the emails, before I read them out. Um, because that could possibly be offensive to people. Um. But Richie's Corner is here to stay. And -hmm. that music is my ringtone. And all I'm going to say is I am completely sorry for the (laughs) entire part that is Richie's Corner. (laughs) That has nothing to do with this bit. I really don't. I I didn't even know what was happening until the day. (laughs) And even then I didn't know what He didn't tell me what was going to be involved. Yeah. Uh, We'll try to mix it up a bit, yeah? Joe's all serious and Intelligent. And then Richie opens his mouth and i lose it. I... Aye. <laughs> I think it's nice to have a balancer, isn't it? Like, like, ooh, that was informative. And then by the end of it, that was also kind of offensive. But... Informatively offensive. Yes. Hopefully you find oh, God, it funny. That, that was a bit of a mouthful. It's, a... Yeah, it's all just a bit of fun. Mostly. Mostly. Right. Uh huh. Before we go any further with anything else. <laughs> I, don't, anyway, I, I don't know what else you may or may not have planned. That's it. That's it. That's it. Okay, well, it so feels like the perfect time for it then. Word of the week. Oh, come on So, my word of the week is gourmet. And a gourmet is somebody who. Uh, if remember it? Is someone who specialises in, uh, so like oh, something like gourmet meals and stuff? Yeah, someone who uh, yeah, we we'll go gourmet, a connoisseur of good food. That's what I was trying to get out. So anyone really? No one likes bad food, does it? Yeah, but somebody who specialise who's, I mean, people will eat bad food. We all eat bad food. God, oh, anything. Mate. No, no, you will. But a gourmet is someone who will point blank refuse like the bad food. It's all on, the only like the taste of good food. The better the food is, obviously, the better it tastes. And they're constantly looking for something better. Yeah, they're constantly looking for that next better thing. You could also also be called a picky eater. Or oh, um, gourmets put picky eaters to shame. Mm. That is how intense a gourmet is. Ah. You know? You know, depending on the gourmet's, the, the particular gourmet's palate, they would turn to cannibalism. I wouldn't want you know? <clears throat> here. Um, um, do you want mine? Hit me. Gammon. Gammon? Yeah, you can eat that. Oh, okay. So in, uh, our words are in sync this week. Gourmet and gammon. Well mine's about somebody who eats only good food Go man Go man I'll think about it (laughs) Oh no 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 Go man Go man (laughs) Go man Well Pods didn't show up this week No he did not No I I think the neighbour's keeping him in Because of how cold it is at the minute It is actually snowing It it has been snowing uh, Twice, I think, since we started recording. So, yeah, uh, I think that went well, considering. Considering everything. Considering everything, yeah. I had a good time. How the hell did you find that piece of music? It's, there's certain parts of the internet that you just shouldn't, shouldn't, er, uh, tread. And I went there for this. For this uh, show, it's commitment, Joe. Commitment, you you should try it sometime, you know. Are you going to talk to me about commitment to the show? Uh huh. Me? Yes. With how much effort I put it.